Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy that you are here. I would love to know what you're doing. I'm always curious. Are you listening on your walk? Are you exercising? Are you in the car? I like to pretend that we're just hanging out right now because when I try to be performative, it's just not cute. So um, I like to keep it as casual as possible. And I'm really excited to talk about love, relationships, friendships, business partners, and why our own energy is the foundation of everything that we draw into our field and why your energy and balancing your seven chakras is so key to attracting aligned relationships into your life. And so this is for you if you're single. This is also for you if you're not single. This is for you if you want to hear about energy and any kind of relationship. I am going to touch on romantic relationships quite a bit, but this can really be applicable no matter where you are in terms of relationships because our entire life is made up of different relationships. Some are just sexual, non-sexual, romantic, not romantic, platonic, you know, you get it. So I'm really excited to talk about this because honestly, a year ago, these are a lot of things that I knew, but I wasn't connected to yet. I was still really struggling with my self-worth, and that's a big theme of the episode today. So I'm really excited to share from a place of really feeling embodied in this energy, and it's just something that I struggled with so much. So I'm really, really excited to give you guys like a novel of energetic advice when it comes to relationships. So you can put it into practice and really feel empowered and connected to your self-worth and magnetic and powerful and start attracting the right relationships. And I bring this up because today I was talking to a friend for a few hours about, you know, attracting repeated people with the same patterns, with the same behaviors, attracting the same, 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 and, you know, being in situationships, spending time questioning if someone's into you, not knowing where they stand, not knowing if you can share how you're feeling, how it will be received, thinking that you're too much, attracting people who drain your energy when it's hard for you to communicate boundaries and people that don't feel safe, you know, in the business space and friendships and oh my gosh, there's so much we can get into. But the root of all of this, if you are really struggling with relationships right now, is typically an indication that you are not fully connected to your power and your self-worth. And this is all rooted in your solar plexus chakra, which is your third chakra, and it sits above the belly button. It's yellow. And this is also the energy center that when it's imbalanced, it can show up as eating disorders, depression, anxiety. And I had the most unbalanced solar plexus ever. So I was anxious, depressed, eating disorders and attracting toxic relationships. So it was perfect. Um, so I feel this and I really relate to this firsthand and I've been able to heal this imbalance and watch how transformative my life has become after really changing this energy and balancing and activating my solar plexus and along with the other energy centers as well, which I will get into. So Ultimately, there is a belief that you don't fully believe you are enough as you are or that you are worthy or inherently lovable because if that was the case, you would feel 
comfortable, empowered, confident to communicate, to share your needs, to share your feelings, to express yourself, to set boundaries, to set standards. And I say you don't fully believe you are enough as you are because I know many of you, you know, in moments do believe that you're enough. But we're really speaking about the subconscious here because that is what matters. You can sit in your bed all day long and journal about your self-worth and write down affirmations. But ultimately, if your subconscious is not being altered and not being transformed, you aren't going to see a lot of change in your energy field. And the ways in which we access the subconscious are through meditation, EFT tapping. You know, I'm a big advocate of psilocybin and That is one way to really increase your neuroplasticity, which makes it much easier to change your patterns. Um, So we're focusing on the subconscious belief here that you don't believe you are enough as you are. And I want to share a few personal examples really quickly before we get into the seven chakras and their energies and how they show up in relationships. So I experienced a lot of patterns of attracting men who couldn't communicate, that were not emotionally available, not doing the work. And I was always dating their potential. I was always dating who I thought they could be. So I would have these high expectations for this version of them that they were just in fact not. And there are two pieces to this. I wasn't accepting who they were in the present moment. And that is on me. And I was also not connected at all to my worth. And so I would accept behaviors and patterns that I shouldn't have accepted, but I did. And a mistake I made many, many times was trying to force them to change and giving more of myself in hopes that I would receive more because it was always this me giving, giving and not getting enough. And, you know, now I see that, A, I I wasn't accepting them for who they were because I wanted them to change and B, I didn't realize at the time, but it wasn't about asking for my needs to be met and them meeting my needs. It was not being able to walk away from something that didn't align simply because I didn't want to lose it. I didn't want to feel rejection, but I was already feeling rejection because I either wasn't getting what I wanted or I was giving too much and not being authentic to who I was. That was a big pattern for me. I always would change according to the guy that I met to like get them to like me more so that I was more desirable. And ultimately I just really lost myself in the process. And I think that's such a human thing that we try to adapt to our suitors. And this also shows up in like business and friendships. Like if you're working with someone who you really want to please, we can really like adapt and step away from our authenticity to please. And this just comes up in all relationships. And this is so, oh my gosh, this is just so important to talk about. This is you not feeling fully embodied in your power and in who you are. And that is why it is so important that we activate all of our seven chakras and we keep them balanced. And this is a daily, weekly, constant practice to keep them alive and balanced. And I see this activation in three parts. And I will get into each chakra and how they play a role in relationship dynamics in a very short two minutes. So the first part being we need to identify the imbalances, right? And the second part being we need to excavate the energy that's sitting in 
each of the chakras that is blocking us. Excavation meaning releasing the energy. And then the third, we need to activate the chakras. And so I'll share ways in which to do that as we kind of move through the different chakras. So your first chakra is your root chakra and it sits at the base of your spine. And this really represents security and safety. And so if we have an imbalanced root chakra and we're dating and we're say we get really attached to a prospect and they're kind of like in and out and then we feel so insecure because their communication or their presence is in and out. It's coming in for a little bit, then they're leaving. We are getting rocked. Our foundation is getting rocked because our foundation is not solid. And that that example ties into a whole lot, but I'm just going to use that as the root chakra example. Moving up to our sacral, this represents our sexuality, our emotions, our creativity, our connection to our body. This is really, really big in intimate relationships. And it's something I struggled with for a while that has most recently been like super activated. And I'll share some ways to activate this. This is like one of my new favorite topics is activating your sacral. Um, But this shows up so much because if we are not connected to our bodies, which can, you know, is common for a lot of us. I struggled with this for so many years how can we expect to be intimate if we're not even connected to our own body, but we're going to go have sex with somebody and hope that we feel something and you might physically, but you either might not feel emotionally safe or might not feel confident in the bedroom or yeah, might feel really insecure on your body or not want to, you know, have sex. And this isn't about like forcing you to have sex. It's just like, not forcing. It's about the importance of you feeling connected to your body, no matter what you choose sexually. And this also represents your emotions, your creativity, your flow. This is such a feminine energy center. And especially if you are female, this is a really key chakra because this is our womb. This is like our sacred divine feminine energy that sits here. And It is so much of our power and it is often blocked so easily through traumatic experiences, especially emotional. It doesn't just have to be physical. Abortions, you know, surgeries, hormonal birth controls can really fuck with this energy center. I mean, there are so many different things and this ultimately can show up as you not feeling connected to your body, you developing PCOS, um, different I could just there's so many things and I want to get through all these chakras so let's move up to the solar plexus which is your third energy center and it's above the belly button this represents confidence decision making self-worth inner power drive this is really what I like to call like the race car driver energy center (laughs) I just made that up because it's really like this driving force and when we are not connected to this, we're not connected to our power, quite literally, like stepping on the gas. Like we were braked at this point if this energy center is blocked. And we tend to make a lot of decisions out of insecurity when this space is imbalanced. And there's a lot of reasons for the imbalance in this space, but how it can manifest physically, again, is depression, anxiety, eating disorders, um, 
weight gain even. This can be a lot of physical imbalances in the body that are very just uncomfortable. I don't know if I worded that very well, but we're not going to stop now. (laughs) Um, But anyways, this is really about your self-worth. And this energy center, I think, is one of the most important when it comes to choosing a relationship and to choosing a partner because if we are not connected to our self-worth, we're going to ultimately attract things that are not in alignment with our worth and are typically below our worth and we are going to easily be manipulated we are going to want to change ourselves for people it'll be hard to communicate boundaries it'll be hard to ask for our needs being met because we will always feel like we're not good enough and so this energy center is really really important to unblock and release and excavate the things that are sitting in there and release them and activate it so that you can feel connected to your inner power. And again, I'm going to go over a few ways that you can activate all of these chakras after I go through them. We have four left. The heart space, the heart energy center is obviously in your heart and this represents love. If our heart is not open, we cannot receive love period, end of sentence. I was in Italy all of last year and I can tell you my heart chakra was blocked. (laughs) I was not there to attract love because I was not open. I was not open to receive. And again, this is a very obvious one. We get hurt, we close our heart. That's just our protection system working and trying to protect us and keep us safe. And ultimately, this is a really important one to open, not only for ourselves, but for opening our heart to receive love from others. And this is really, really big. Receive love. A lot of us are good at giving love. A lot of us are good at nurturing. A lot of us are good at giving, but not a lot of us, not all of us are great at receiving. And especially for people who resonate most deeply with feminine, we are, and I'm just going to represent the feminine, we are most alive and in our power when we are connected to the receiving energy. And this is like a big, big, big piece in attracting a partner. Because if you are not connected to your heart space where you feel open to receive, it's very hard to be in your feminine in a relationship. And then if that's not comfortable to be in or safe to be in, you will move into your masculine. And when you move into your masculine, you will be forcing and controlling and not able to relax and likely attracting an unaligned partner. Now, I don't want to get into gender specifics, but I am going to get into the masculine and feminine. The the feminine is intended to receive and the masculine is intended to ground and hold the space for the feminine and the feminine is chaotic the feminine changes the feminine flows the feminine changes her mind moves and goes in different directions and has emotions and needs to communicate and the masculine's primary role energetically speaking is to hold space and to ground. And this was something that I'm a Taurus, so I naturally am very grounded and earthy. 
And I've always kind of taken the role as the ground and the earth, like really masculine energy of like, I got it. Like I'm independent. I got my space. I got you. I got us. I got, you know, I'm going to take care of everything. I'm also very nurturing motherly in, in a feminine way, but I really, really struggled with allowing someone else to take care of it. So I was always like every single time I dated a guy or was, you know, going on dates even, just that simple process, I was so in my masculine and like trying to plan. And like, it's like my feminine was like, can I show the fuck up and like lay here and receive? Can you, can your masculine just like take a backseat for a minute? And um, yeah, so that's heart, love, feminine energy. We're going to move on to the next throat chakra. I thought my throat was like super open today and I was like, yeah, I'm going to record a fire podcast and it's just going to flow. But I'm I'm honestly tripping a little bit, not actually tripping, just my words a little bit. Um, But we're going to keep going. Throat, communication, boundaries, your authenticity, speaking your truth. This is so big, you guys. Why is it so hard sometimes to like actually say how we feel? It's so vulnerable. It can feel really unsafe. But ultimately, this is so important in relationship because if you are not communicating, there cannot be a relationship, period. (laughs) So whether that is communicating with your words, your actions, your body language, communicate, communicate, communicate. And if you are struggling to do this, if you are struggling to feel enough in who you are and your authenticity, and another signal too is like if you're in a work setting, a party, social setting, and you're, you kind of feel insecure around like a group of people and you're like, ah, I just like, I don't relate to them or I'm not interested in what they're interested in, or I don't know how to contribute to this conversation. That is an indication of a imbalanced throat chakra. Okay. Also solar plexus, kind of a mix of them. So again, this one's just really, really really big to and important to balance and really speaking your truth. And, you know, I personally really struggled to communicate my needs in relationships because I felt like I was too much and I felt like I was too emotional. And I tried to like be the cool cucumber, even though I am fully the chaotic feminine with so many feelings. (laughs) And I just, it feels so powerful to be connected to that, but I completely like feel you and empathize with you if you're in that space where you feel like you can't really share how you feel. Um, We're going to fix that after I share how to balance out these chakras and excavate them and release blocks. So that is one. Also quick note here for the feminine, and I'm sorry if there are masculines listening, but (laughs) I have a lot to share as a feminine. Um... For a long time, women were told that like talking a lot, asking a lot of questions, details is annoying. Like we're told that we're bitching or we're being obnoxious or we're thinking too much or we're talking about it too much. The ways in which the feminine heals and also relates and connects is through words so often and movement and talking to one another, especially in female circles, is medicine to us. And so when your friend calls you and like she needs to like go off for an hour 
about all these details about the date that she just went on and like you feel like you were at that date with her because you know every single detail like that is the feminine okay and it's nothing to be ashamed of it's nothing to be embarrassed by it's nothing you have to like die down like that is who we are we need to like disclose we are also the fbi like secretly like we are all fbi agents (laughs) um we are very much communal and need each other and need to really communicate to feel connected and to feel seen and heard and so if you feel like you have this urge to over communicate like there definitely is a balance here but it's not a bad thing and I think for so long we've been told that it's annoying or obnoxious or like why do you need to text me every day because we like to communicate okay that's what we like to do and it's healing for us so and I also just think about this there was like a therapist psychologist that shared a video many years ago that I remember to this day and she was talking about how like a woman comes home to a masculine and he just got off of work and she's coming home from work and she wants to talk about her day and he just wants to sit in silence and like she's hurt by that but he feels safe to just be in her presence in silence and there's just this miscommunication of like not that he doesn't want to talk to you he just feels safe enough to be in your space and be silent. Whereas the feminine is like, no, I need to like let it all out. So anyways, third eye, your sixth chakra, intuition and inner wisdom. Again, this is so key to relationships because your intuition and your inner wisdom are always guiding you. And when you're connected to your intuition and your inner wisdom, you are able to really feel if something is aligned for you and you can feel green flags, you can feel red flags, you can feel when a relationship is in alignment. And this goes with all relationships. You know, when you really connect with someone, whether it's on the phone at work, someone romantic, you know, you either know that you feel connected in some regard or you don't. I believe that you can deepen connections and you might not know how deep they can go right away. So to give things time and space, but I do think there is an initial yes or no in the body that's like yes I feel somewhat fully connected to this person or I don't so that is just a key source of guidance in navigating relationships and progressing relationships and when that is blocked it can make it very difficult to know whether something feels aligned for us or to foresee behaviors in the future um that don't align or do it's just you know when our compass is not available to us and it's blocked it can be hard to move with intention and move in the right direction and ultimately it makes it hard to trust yourself because if you can't really feel your intuition or you're confused by it you don't trust yourself and that can be really debilitating so moving on to the last one your crown this is really your connection to the divine it's feeling of oneness it's your spiritual connection and this is really important in relationship because connecting to something that is bigger than yourself that is bigger than you and your partner you and your friend or you and whoever you're in relationship with is really key because it's a remembering that you're just human and that you're taken care of and supported 
and that it's not just up to you or your partner or up to you and the person that you're dating, that there is a bigger plan and there is a sweet relief in that when things either work out or they don't, just knowing that you are fully supported by something that is greater than you. And that kind of leads me to something I wanted to address, which is disappointment in relationship. And this was kind of one of the bigger topics I wanted to touch on today. When you're dating and you're constantly feeling disappointed and let down by things not working out. And I have many friends who have gone through this with patterns and I've gone through this. And I just have to tell you that trust and and faith in a greater plan will get you through. And to also work on balancing your chakras <laughs> so that you can be the most magnetic and aligned and empowered and embodied version of you. Because really when you are embodying that full power, you will know, you will feel clear, you will feel magnetic, you will feel empowered, confident, connected to your worth, all of the above. And it won't be this excruciating process because A, you will feel connected to something greater than you. You will feel connected to your intuition and trust when things don't work out, that it's working out for you. You'll be able to communicate your needs, your boundaries, be confident in who you are. Your heart will be open. You'll be open to receive. You will feel connected to your self-worth and your inner power, your sexuality, your emotions, your creativity, your security. Like You will just feel so connected to yourself that you will not require a relationship to take place to take the space of any of those things and fill it in because you will feel so full and that's ultimately what I want to teach you to arrive to today and I can't teach it all in a podcast episode I can share strategies and tools but this is a daily practice and it's something I've been working on for years now Um, but there is one practice that I really want to share that's going to change now. It's going to help you change immediately. And this is a Kundalini practice from my quantum transformational coach, Catherine. And I'm going to link the video in the description box because you need to see a visual as a demonstration to do it. It's a Kundalini activation And Catherine has a movement for each chakra to activate it. And you spend two minutes on each chakra in the morning. And it takes about 14 minutes, two minutes per chakra. You can do 45 seconds. You can do a minute. You could do 30. I typically do like a minute, minute and a half as a sweet spot. And I have never felt more connected to myself ever since doing this practice. I do it every morning. I look forward to it. It feels amazing. I had a friend who was struggling with a situation ship today. We did it on the beach and she felt so much lighter after, after feeling this like rush of emotions. It's so grounding. It's so activating and it's really, really beautiful. So I'm going to link the video. Catherine posted one on her TikTok. So I'll put it in the description box. Another way to... Um, let's talk about releasing first a little bit. Movement is one of the quickest ways to move energy and to let it out. And so something I really recommend is somatic movement. And this can be shaking, jumping, breath work, dance, like anything that's fluid. 
weightlifting, for example, is not very fluid, right? It's pretty like standard, straight and narrow, not a lot of fluidity in it. Of course, you can make it flowy, but somatic movement is really intended to move energy and release energy in the body. And that could even mean for you doing pelvic floor work to release energy in your sacral chakra. That can mean doing hip bridges to like a really empowering song for like three minutes and imagining that energy letting go. This could be jumping on the ground, letting things out of your body for five minutes. I love doing that. Shaking, dancing. Um, There's so many ways to do this. I love the class. It's a digital and in-person studio in New York and LA and it's all somatic movement. It's fucking incredible. You feel so amazing after and really just any movement that's going to help you release energy. Um, even a good run is really great. (laughs) Um, that isn't necessarily one chakra specific, but it is a way to move energy. Reiki healing is another beautiful way to unblock things that are stuck in our energy centers. And, This is often done with a Reiki practitioner. There are many Reiki practitioners that do Reiki healing online. And because it's energetic, you can do it over a computer. I am not offering Reiki at this time on a one-to-one basis. But if you guys would benefit from a group Reiki healing session, I'm definitely open to creating a circle of some kind and opening the space, but, um, I would suggest finding someone in person. It's like the most powerful way. And then, okay. So somatic movement, Reiki healing, food, 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 food is so connected to all of your chakras. I recommend going on Pinterest and just looking up food for my chakras, (laughs) and it will give you a list of foods that coordinate with each chakra. So those are a few ways activation, also food, activation, also Reiki. I love visualization as well for these. You can go through each chakra and visualize the circle. I honestly like doing that in combo with the Kundalini. So as I'm doing the Kundalini somatic practice by Catherine, I will envision the chakras and their colors. And it's really, really beautiful. But I would say out of all those things I just mentioned, do the video with Catherine, do it for seven days you guys, and you're going to notice the difference. It's so, so incredible. Also for sacral, which is your center of emotions, creativity, sexuality, a couple of practices I've been loving lately are my yoni egg. It's a crystal egg, and I got an amethyst one, that you put in your vagina, (laughs) if you have a vagina, and it's amazing, you guys. I've been honestly obsessed with it, It looks like an egg. You put the rounded side up. There are eggs where you can loop like a a string so that it hangs out kind of like a tampon. I don't. I just stick my egg up there and I'll put it in while I'm doing my kundalini. That has been incredibly healing for my sacral chakra. And benefits to the yoni egg is, you know, a connection to your body, connection to your sexuality, activating the, the sacral plexus, sacral plexus, the sacral chakra. It is amazing for healing trauma that is stored in the sacral chakra. And it also helps regulate your menstrual cycle. So there are a lot of benefits. 
but I've been loving it. I feel way more connected to my body ever since doing it. And I'll do it like probably four or five times a week. And the egg just pops out when it's done. You'll like feel it coming out, but you can like physically push it out as well. If you're ready, if you have to like leave the house (laughs) the first time I took it out or I tried to take it out and I I couldn't, but you just have to push and it will come out. (laughs) Um, it's literally just like a tampon, but it's a crystal. So it's amazing. Um, what else here? Solar plexus, since that is such a big one in relationships, yoga is amazing for solar plexus. So that's a big one. Um, okay, I'm trying to come full circle here. Just kind of coming back to attracting the same person, the same patterns, whether that's friendships, romantic, work, etc. This is an opportunity for you to look within you. And it can be really easy to blame the other party for what you're attracting and, you know, getting angry at why they're not ready or why they're not giving you what you need or why they're not showing up as the person you need them to be. If you keep attracting this, this is a you thing. (laughs) And I don't say that in a like disempowering way. I say that in a really empowering way because it's a signal from the universe that there is something within you that needs to be shifted to attract what you actually want and what feels aligned with you. And so just use it as a frequency. Use it as something that's in, you know, letting you know, hey, we need to make some changes or hey, there's a subconscious belief within you that you don't feel like you're good enough. So you're just going to keep attracting all these people that don't feel like they're good enough either and they're going to project onto you and it's just going to be this blend of chaos and ending up in disappointment and hurt. And so If you're attracting the same thing over and over, this is an opportunity for you to identify a limiting belief, a subconscious belief within you about your relationships. And I should make a separate episode on kind of how to identify those because that is a whole thing in itself. Um, But just know that it is the universe communicating with you and it's not punishment. It's not that there's something wrong with you. It's not that you aren't worthy of a healthy relationship. It's just an indication of where your subconscious is at and it's able to be shifted, which is amazing. So again, using that as an indication. Now, I want to share the beauty that shows up when all of these energy centers are activated. You are going to feel so in your power and so connected to your heart that you'll be able to access so much love and respect for yourself and for other people. And I think this is really important because you want to move through the dating process. You want to move through relationships with a compassionate heart for yourself and whoever you are relationally with. And we're human and we're going to fuck up. And we're going to need to ask questions and we're going to have feelings that are uncomfortable and we're going to have to communicate them that's uncomfortable and we're going to have to be vulnerable and we're going to have to communicate needs, right? People can't read our minds. And when you are fully connected to your heart and you're fully connected to your confidence and your self-worth and you're connected to your authenticity and your wisdom and a greater power and you feel rooted and secure in who you are 
and you feel connected to your body. I just, there's so much power in that and you were just going to show up so beautifully for yourself and for everyone that you encounter. And you're just going to have much more peaceful, harmonious relations and things are just going to feel and flow for you. And when you meet a relationship that does not align, it's going to be much easier for you to walk away from it. It's going to be much easier for you to identify that it does not align with you, but it's also going to be so much easier to identify the ones that do. And it's going to be a full body yes. And you're going to say yes. And you're going to feel so confident and comfortable. And this is a place that you can be in. And all you have to do is tend to your chakras and stay in contact and close relationship which with each of them and continue to balance and activate them and unravel any blocks that are there. And you are going to show up very, very differently in relationship in all of them. And I've just noticed in myself after paying attention to my lower chakras, my solar plexus and sacral, I'm just so comfortable with who I am. And I'm so confident that the people that are meant to be in my life will stay. And those are the relationships I will nurture. And the ones that leave my life or the ones that I don't feel connected to, that they're not meant to stay in my life. And I feel at peace with that when it's their time to exit. Um, And it's just a really, really peaceful and empowering place to live from. And I wasn't always here. And so I'm really excited for you to step into this and to just get more curious and start living your life from a really, really empowered place because this is where it all comes from. And when you are connected to your power and connected to who you are and your authenticity, A, you're just going to love yourself deeper, but you're also going to have a greater capacity to love others. So it's just this beautiful harmony that kind of comes together and is going to transform your relationships completely. That is all for today's episode. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of your day. It means so much to me and I don't take it for granted. If you love this episode, please leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple. It helps support the podcast so much. And if we haven't connected yet on Instagram, go follow me over there at Elevate with Ellie Styles. I love hearing from you and I will see you next week for a new episode.